Hey guys, welcome to Vodka Talk. This is the podcast that you're looking for. With me, as always, is my two co-hosts. One is Bume. Oh, so we're just rolling with this? Yes. Oh, heck yeah. Hi, guys. And also with me is Pyrolis. Yeah, Pyrolis. <laughs> that was the greatest intro we've ever had, and it wasn't because of me. I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to put music <laughs> to that. Oh, you don't need music. You can no? put music after that. That was oh, the yeah. music. Yeah. Or you just copy that and then paste it like over and over again there and make go. that the music just in the background I could of all do of that. this. I don't know. I'm going to I'm going to have to play with that. That's going to be fun. And you can like change the tone so it's like yeah, 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 yeah. Why? You just have you do it. We're staying here all night, buddy. Oh no. Yeah, we just need We just need you to say nyan like every pitch and then he's just like a vocaloid producer and now just arranges it. Can you say it in C octave, please? What's an octave? I'm not sure. What's a C? Uh, probably about the grade level we'd all get. <laughs> Bro, I got an F. Oof. <laughs> F for, um, oof. F for, uh, fantabulous. Oh, dang. Fantabulous. Speaking of fantabulous, we're talking about fantabulous protagonists. No, we're not. We're talking about what makes a good protagonist. Yeah, that, that too. But fantastic. they can be, they can be fabulous too. Or fantastic. Or fantastic. Or, We're talking uh, about what makes a good protagonist, yes, specifically in anime, but, I mean, it kind of applies to everything. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it kind of applies to the fact it's specifically anime because of the podcasts we are doing yeah because yeah we're doing anime so we're going to be mentioning anime things but it's more of just like a general overall what makes a good protagonist yeah we're not talking about just like protagonist in general are we i mean kind of but okay we're, so we're, in we're this talking 1938 about... book see <laughs> Arthur. that's not an anime <laughs> so yeah well, i mean we you can so mention it i'm just saying like it, it it's uh it's still a storytelling medium so it's it's not that I'm much. I'm just different. gonna say, Space Transformers has the best um, <laughs> protagonist ever. Hold on. If you've not seen that movie, okay. have you ever seen Spaceballs? Yes. Now that 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 does have a pretty good protagonist. Yeah, that's good. But Space Transformers, the 19 like 86 Korean anime of a mecha film, yeah. pretty good protagonist. Oh, his voice actor too in the English dub was top notch. This isn't is this based off the actual Transformers or no? I don't know this is a, what this I, is. I, okay, when I grew up, when I was yeah, when I grew up, when I was growing up, <laughs> yeah, my family used to do this weird like, you could buy DVDs through the mail. Okay, so you get a catalog, like mark what you want to buy, and mm -hmm. send the catalog back in, and then send you DVDs. You saw Gundam, and you're like, want? No, my parents gave me these. Oh, okay. They're like, oh, it's Transformers. We'll let you watch it. Turns out there are two really cheesy 1980s Korean mecha films. Um, great dubs. Oh, yeah. When he said, like, look, there's an asteroid falling from the sky. And his I mouth kept moving. Deeply moved. Yeah. <laughs> or, oh, no, giant robot. We need to put out that fire. <laughs> the fire burned my home. That, that was fantastic. Actually, movie. that was about what the scientist sounded like. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, um, yeah, that was my joy of the week finding those old Korean films. Yeah, screw the topic we're doing. We're gonna be talking about space transformers and um, of the... defenders of the galaxy. Yeah, the three minutes that I saw of those movies, yeah. we could talk about all night. 
What about Guardians of the Galaxy? Does that coincide with the Defenders of the Galaxy? <laughs> That's a prequel. Oh, okay. I got you. I really want to watch uh, Defenders of the Galaxy and then Guardians of the Galaxy like back to back. You have to. And just, be just like, to get the story. See, uh, yeah, yeah that everything that ties in together. And you're like, oh, this is happening in a different area. Yeah. <laughs> of the yeah. universe. Pretty much, yeah. That that's the definitive way to watch the MCU. The only way. The only way. Why did the floor vibrate? Do you, do you not have your you don't have your phone muted. Good job, Weez. Thanks. All I, right, I did very good. <laughs> I don't know why it didn't go to Taru, but if it did, it would have been on brand. Right? I want to get a Steinsgate sponsor and then a Dr. Pepper sponsor. I'll work on that. Thank <laughs> okay. You. I'll try. <laughs> So we're going over what makes good protagonists. Um, we're just kind of doing a free flow form discussion mm-hmm. of what we think makes a good protagonist, certain characters that we would consider good protagonists, and we can talk about what makes a bad protagonist because there are a lot of bad protagonists, even in good shows. Yeah, I'd say so. There is definitely some good shows I've watched that the protagonist kind of sucked. So, like, Evangelion? Yes. He said good shows. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, Shinji is... Shinji's weird because a lot of people consider him a very good protagonist. I would consider him one of the worst protagonists ever. But he is, like, often considered one of the greatest protagonists of all time. He is one of those few protagonists I can truly say is misunderstood. I... I the I, whole show is misunderstood. Yeah... I'm going to stick with that story until the day I die. Okay, very cool. That's a bold claim there, my guy. It is. I'm going to stand on this grave. (laughs) (laughs) That's a grave you're standing on. You and I stand on a hilltop. You're standing on a grave. Yeah. Anyways. Durarara. That protagonist was kind of meh. He wasn't that great. Really? Yeah. All right, we're going to have to talk about this, but maybe we should start with somewhere else. <laughs> okay. Like Jojo Part 1, the protagonist was not that great. That, that's Yeah. Should we maybe go over <laughs> Let's what... Let's go over what we think makes a good protagonist yeah. first. Start Let's with you, Bume. Oh, I was not prepared for Aha. this. Well, you seemed prepared. You're like, let's go over this. Um. <laughs> yeah, so I believe... Anyways, uh-huh. me, my personal taste or my personal belief in a good protagonist would be... First thing is it has enough mystery around them. Mm. Like, yeah. if a protagonist just is explained, like his whole story is just explained, explained right up beginning. front. Yeah. Like you know basically everything about him. I feel like he's pretty boring after that. Yeah, that makes sense. I'd say so. And like, and yet you like Jonathan's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Jonathan's a perfect example. Yeah, of that he because is a perfect he, example. He has explained all of his characteristics and backstories explained yeah like they even have that monologue where it's like oh he is a perfect person where he's like brave kind strong fast whereas like joseph you don't know anything about his backstory joseph is right and then you start then you like get a backstory and learn a little bit more about him like speed right um he's not protecting us but yeah like mystery around the person to leave like enough mystery about the person but um I like to see them have their um, kind of like their backstory filled out over time. Yeah. You know, right. They're kind of um, like, yeah, like de- character development. I think of it as in two ways where it's like how the character changes over time and just all that you know about the character, how right. well yep. they're developed all around. 
Which can be in backstories and stuff a lot. Like, not only should the world develop around the character, but the character should develop with the world as yeah. well. Like, we should see more of, like, the character's tastes. Like, if a, if a main character, like, something stupid, like, walk does not like watermelon right mm-hmm. we should find out throughout that story if it's a plot point why he does not like watermelon yeah. or why she does not like watermelon mm-hmm. like that should be something that gets filled out but like if it's just like a thrown off thing like say the person doesn't like the color red mm-hmm. like and it's just said that like maybe that's something that doesn't have to be explained yeah but still something about the character that we should know and it should come into yeah. the story at least sometimes consistency yeah yeah I'd say One Piece does that amazingly. There's like really offhand random remarks that turn into like huge things later. Like one character was like, they're like, oh, you're, um," he was like, oh, I've gone through this like pass before or whatever through this mountain. And it was like, oh, I grew up in, it's like, I thought you always lived here. And it's like, no, I grew up in this other area, like East Blue or something. And it's just kind of like this offhand remark that's in this random like one panel or whatever. Okay. And then later on you learn, oh, he's the son of this like really big, rich kingdom family and like all this stuff. So it's kind of interesting where it's just it's just some really short offhand remarks that turns into like something crazy. Right. And honestly, crazy foreshadowing. Yeah. That's one thing I like about a lot of animes I've watched is. Well, some of like the more in-depth ones, I should say. Yeah. Like they have foreshadowing, mm-hmm. like where you have to pay attention to the show because twenty episodes down the line, they might like bring up something that they said episode one. Yeah. Kind of like Steins Gate. Yeah, yep. Steins Gate. I was just thinking Steins Gate with the whole um, twist at the end yeah. with Kirisu and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Steins with how much he goes back in time, you gotta pay attention to that. Oh yeah. yeah. And that's, like, anime I like to watch. Yeah. Like, there's enough mystery around the film, not the film, but the show itself, mm-hmm. it helps fill in the world. Yeah. Yeah. After a while. Very cool. What else do you have about good protagonists? I believe um, good protagonists must stick to their beliefs. Yeah. Like, obviously, there's a difference between what a character believes and what a character is... Um, how their character growth progresses. Yeah. Yeah. So like a character can progress like with their ideals and like their beliefs and even the way they think. Yeah. But I feel like if they are a good person, Mm -hmm. unless the story specifically states that like this, the story is going where they're turning a little bit more evil or Mm -hmm. they're like, they're turning darker. Cause I've seen anime where they've done that. Like um, black lagoons, a good one to kind of show up for that. Um, where the main character is good. He's like a corporate man. He's just yeah. like, believes in all the right stuff, believes in like being good, being kind, stuff like that. And yeah. throughout the show, hanging out with like the pirates and stuff like that, um, ends up getting a little bit more darker and more corrupt, starts believing and maybe violence might help a little bit to get to where he wants to go. Yeah. Um, like Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah, I was just yeah. going to say yeah, that. Kaneki. Kaneki does that. No, I can't kill someone. I'm going to rip him off his arm. I'm going to then. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, I've just got to... Um, I've gotten a little bit past uh, the Jason moment thing, where he finally mm-hmm. snaps and kills Jason. But mm-hmm. after that, he doesn't go completely off the rails. He's no. still like, I don't want to like hurt people or whatever. But he'll right. do but it I'll necessary. do whatever I have to to get to get to this point right and that's like so. what i was saying with like the black lagoon um rock his that's the main protagonist in mm-hmm. that and 
like he starts off good. Like he starts off as like clean shirt, fully like basically lawful good character. Yeah. And throughout it, he starts progressing towards more like chaotic good where he still has his morals, but once in a while, his morals kind of waver just a little bit. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm saying. Like, I feel like they should stick to their solid beliefs, Mm -hmm. but also have room for character growth. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, kind of like how Joe star or is it Jonathan? The first one. Jonathan, Jonathan was the first, the first one. He yeah. has his beliefs, but he never wavers at all. Like yeah. there's no character growth. In there's it. no yeah. There's no internal struggle between him. It's just always very obvious. Yeah, which in I a way good... makes him like the perfect protagonist, but also makes him the most bland protagonist. I do like him just because I think he's like the the base of the Joe Star family, yeah. where it's like this is the ideal person to be. Right, like this is the perfection basically especially with it being so short i don't i didn't really mind it that was just like because i heard a lot of like negative things about the first part and i don't hate it i think it's just fine like it's nothing special but then after that you kind of see like his how his line goes and they kind of go all over the place (laughs) and like they slowly kind of become worse and worse people i've noticed that like even up to like i just got to the start of part three Oh, really? Nice. Like, the very first scenes, he's in jail. Yeah. So it's just like, <laughs> you go from Jonathan to the dude being in jail. Yeah, and then he's, like, swearing at his mom. That's, like, and like two generations down the line. disrespectful, yeah. And then, like, like Joseph um, is, like, nice, but he's still, like, he'll defend people and right. be a jerk to, like, the cops and stuff right. or whatever. And he'll just, like, beat people up. And then... Um, then the next one is like a little bit more edgy and like angry and then the next one is like stealing things and stuff so it's like slowly goes down as their morals decline and then the next one who isn't actually a joe star but he uh like kills a dude in like the first episode and then he becomes a crime boss yeah so yeah kind of just slowly goes downhill and that kind of has a um a cool story plot the way they do it where like you said like jonathan is the epitome of a joe star yeah and then you kind of see how like the beliefs the way like their family's raised kind of deteriorates yeah like they're still always good people in the heart yeah but just the way their morals are a little bit more yeah it just kind of goes down i don't want to say goes downhill but just kind of like deteriorates over time. Yeah, they're not as strict anymore. Right. So. You think that was a purposeful statement by the person who started JoJo? It could be. It could it, be. Well, no, like Joseph, uh, Jonathan Joestar had a father, pretty good, upstanding father. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Joseph Joestar didn't have a father. That's yeah, true. That's true too. And that's where it starts becoming skewed. Yeah. And like you know, it gets worse and worse. And if someone's not raised right, then he's probably not gonna raise his kids right, and right. so on and so forth. Yeah, that is kind of part of it too. probably also just making more interesting and messier characters is more interesting yeah right like obviously you don't like jonathan no because he's too pure he's like the captain america of jojo captain america's great i don't know what you're talking about dude (laughs) (laughs) yeah that is true there's a few things that are interesting because usually i'd say like if a character has no internal conflict, they're not interesting at all. Mm-hmm. But there are characters like Luffy from One Piece who basically have no internal conflict, yeah. but are still super interesting because their ideals are so weird. Like their ideals are just a little bit off. Yeah. And then they stick to that like so 
strongly that they never even hesitate which makes for some cool moments when people are like hey we should do this and this and this and you're just like nope (laughs) and it's like a legitimate thing that would like tempt most people of like this is a good idea and he's just like yeah i'm gonna do it myself and then some of the things that he does is, is pretty cool where it's just like oh my friend's in trouble um and they're in like this main huge facility or whatever. I'm just going to declare war on the world government and break <laughs> them out. Like whatever. Um, there's another thing where it's like this. There's these jerks that are like sons of really important people. And they go around, do whatever they want. They can just be like, I want that person as a slave. And then they'll get them as a slave. And so they're just like walking. They're just being jerks and whatever. And doing whatever they want. Because if they get attacked or anything... They basically have a nuke that that'll mm-hmm. like come in. They have like some crazy powerful general people that'll just be like, eh, come in and just wipe out whoever messed with them because they're so powerful. Right. And Luffy just like punches him right in the face. <laughs> and like the first most of it, like uh, the arc builds up to it where it's just like, okay, Luffy, you cannot hurt these people. It it'll mess everything up. And finally, he's just like, ah, screw it. <laughs> he just hits him in the face. He's like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of how um, Shinra is from Fire Force. Yeah. Like, he has that little bit of internal struggle, like, dealing with, like, his past demons and stuff. Yeah. But, like, his beliefs are so set that, like, he can be faced with something so, like, morally like, yeah. opposed to him. But, like, he doesn't waver at all. Yeah. Like, yeah, he has, like, kind of that dark past to deal with. But, mm-hmm. yeah, also at the same time, his beliefs are so set that, like people try to convince him of stuff yeah and it just goes straight over his head basically yeah i'd say like one piece is a specific one where the internal conflict is less of the thing like the more it's more of the world building of the show that's like the selling point of it yeah so having a character who's lore wise is more interesting than like his struggle is kind of uh makes the show or like, oh, El, interesting. Or, or like El Masamuni from Arrow Manga Sensei <laughs> will not waver from loving his little sister no matter what woman steps in the way and tries to persuade him. Yeah, yeah. Just like exactly that. Exactly like that. Or how Issei Hiro will not stop from becoming a harem king no matter what tells him otherwise. Yeah, just like that. You know, honestly... <laughs> At least season one, Issei mm-hmm. is not that bad of a protagonist. <laughs> He's not. No, and he, he like in my opinion, he gets better throughout. Like he has his own beliefs. Yeah, they might be like kind of perverted. <laughs> he has kinda? he has like his goals. Yeah, they might be kind of perverted. <laughs> he has internal struggle. He has like a good um, antagonist against the him. internal struggle is only sometimes perverted. <laughs> No, it's all the time perverted. <laughs> not not later in the season. Um, well, show. But yeah. Um, let's see. My next one. Do you want to keep on going on down the list? Yeah, I only go, have two more. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, we were supposed to have a list. No, no. These are just oh, notes. Okay. These, okay. Are, these are just like the char- characteristics. Okay. I yeah, have. I'll talk. I'll I'll make you put you on the spot later. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Nothing. Anyways, keep going. View. The next one is a. It has to have an excellent antagonist to oppose him mm. i kind of believe a protagonist is only made good through the antagonist yeah that is kind of like a storytelling rule <laughs> that's why you think jonathan's good because of how much of a storytelling pillar because yeah like basically you need a 
main character and then some kind of struggle or usually it's an antagonist sometimes it's like a goal or something that right brings them to yeah question themselves like in we keep on talking about it, but like jojo right mm-hmm. jonathan was a perfect protagonist yeah so he had to have a perfect antagonist yeah dio. <laughs> dio is just evil incarnate right exactly like, dio was amazing <laughs> dio was amazing and we all know who like lasted longer so yeah dio <laughs> is the luffy version of the antagonist where it's like the antagonist has no redeeming qualities i still love the antagonist so much <laughs> you know dio's just like yeah i want to put this uh, man's head on a chihuahua body yeah <laughs> i'm gonna do that or um think about the main character of erased yeah yeah the only reason he's like a really good protagonist is because we have the teacher yeah. that is totally going against him. Yeah. Well, there is, I think the main antagonist is himself in that one because he's trying to save everyone. Because we don't really find out about the teacher till later on. What do you the teacher is technically the antagonist, but the struggle of trying to like save people yeah. is is kind yeah. of the main. I thing, I, I kind of I consider those two separate things. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like it's a. Uh, I'm saying there are separate things. I'm saying like his biggest one is the trying to save people. Yeah. Yeah. And later on it becomes the teacher. Although in the, yeah, in the manga, it's way more the teacher than in the It is anime. in the manga. Yeah. But like in the anime and the manga, um, if there was no serial killer teacher, yep. there would be no story. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that's kind of what I'm getting at. So well, actually, technically, uh, there was also the, the world line where, um, uh, the one girl, I forget her name, died because of the abuse. Instead of the teacher. Well, that, that's true, but still, I don't know. I guess that could lead into a story, but we'd only have twelve episodes instead of twenty-four. Yeah, wait, we had. I thought we oh, had. Sorry, we'd only episodes. have six episodes. Yeah, so, of yeah. Sorry, it was only twelve episodes. I don't know. They might be able to stretch it and make it pretty great. We'd only have half of a season because, like, if you think about it, the way the anime goes, they figure out the abuse situation on like episode yeah. six or whatever. If they did do a whole show about the abuse situation, it would just be a drama, though, and not, like, a mystery thriller. Right. And then the uh, main character would get the girl. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he would. Instead of the killer yeah. waiting for him, but the girl not waiting for him at all. <laughs> Man, yeah. that's some bad luck right there. That is. Just think about, it, like, your best friend gets the girl, but, hey, killer yeah. waited for you. Uh, yeah. I, I like the, the pizza delivery girl better. She was pretty awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Um, a next characteristic is they have to have struggle, of course. Yeah. So, like you were saying, like if erased, yeah, the struggle of saving everybody was what made him such a good protagonist. Yeah. yeah. So having like a good struggle and good um antagonist, I like um light from Death Note would mm-hmm. not be a very good character if there wasn't a character as good as L as right. his antagonist. I mean, it'd still be because, interesting, but it wouldn't be as good. Yeah, it wouldn't. Like, you wouldn't get to see as much about the character and you wouldn't like him as much because he wouldn't have anyone who would even come close to, like, getting yeah. him. He would just be, like, a power fantasy character where he just, like, kills everyone, becomes king of the world. And yeah. then Ryuka's just like, I'm bored now. <laughs> I'm bored, you're dead. And even, oh, no. like, with power fantasy animes, there's still the struggle of... Well, most of the power fantasy animes I've seen is with the villain. <laughs> So I guess there's always a struggle of how to outsmart the good guys. Good guys, yeah. They're still technically the protagonists. Yeah. I don't know. There's this power fantasy about a hero in a manga, but he just wanted to make a harem of 100 girls. Huh. I didn't finish it because it got boring. 
That sounds like the perverted version of Kami-san can't communicate. How so? Because all she wants to do is make a hundred friends. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was interesting watching him develop spells and stuff, and then after I was just like, yeah, you got like 12 people now, and you're just going on. I'm not I'm done now. <laughs> I'll catch back at you when you're near like 98, 99. I figure when the, and when the manga completes, I'll get back to it. Because it wasn't, in my opinion, it wasn't something worth the wait for every week for it to be released. Oh, yeah. I forget what it's called. I might see if it's finished yet. So, what would be some things you would say Pyrolus makes a good protagonist? I don't know. Um, <laughs> good antagonist. Good protagonist. No, they have a good oh, antagonist. Oh, have a good antagonist. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's what uh, Boo mentioned earlier. Yeah. So. Um, good set. Like, they have to have their own morals and stick to them. Yeah. But, I don't know. If they, like, stick to them too much without questioning anything, and that just, yeah. for me, that gets boring. Internal struggle. Yeah, that's where, like, it fell off with Jonathan. Because, like, he never had that internal struggle. He never did anything. He was just <laughs> perfect. Yeah. You know, so I was just born. And Dio was great because it was just, like, he's yeah. evil. And Although, he... some would argue Dio is the protagonist of JoJo. I would argue that Because very he is, like, in he is involved in every single part. I would say Jonathan is the uh, antagonist. Is the antagonist, yeah. yeah. I know you're wrong. <laughs> Jonathan's. But I don't want to argue about it. Jonathan's the antagonist. Uh, <laughs> Danny the dog deserved it. See, Danny if, the if you dog. think of yeah. pro, oh, Danny the dog. If you think of protagonist as the person who sets the story into motion, then it would be Dio because he sets in every part he into does. motion. Yeah, good point. So he could technically be the protagonist. Greatest protagonist, Dio. You know, that is kind of, that brings up a point of the protagonist isn't always just the good guy. Yeah. Yeah. The protagonist isn't always the good look guy. Look at Tanya like, the Evil. Yeah, look at Tanya the Evil. Look at Ainzun Goal. Yep. Light Yagami. Um, Light Yagami. Um, the guy from Redo of Healer. Yep. Lelouch is a little bit questionable. Yeah. Aramaga Sensei is questionable. <laughs> yeah. Um, so like plenty of protagonists per se are just the villain and that we just have to watch throughout the whole series. They're the villain in our eyes, but in their eyes, they're the good guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that kind of leads to like the mindset of the protagonist. It's really good when like another good thing about protagonists, like perspective, uh, Subaru and, uh, Hyoin Kiyoma Okabe are both my two top two favorite protagonists because yeah. of perspective. Yeah. I love their perspective and being able to grow with them. Yeah, like that's where I think I where it's a truly great character. If you're feeling like you're, you got a sense of accomplishment. Yeah. And you're growing along with the character. Cuz you know, the more you relate to them, then obviously more emotional attachment you're going to get from with them. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm pretty proud of myself. What? He mentioned every single point that was in my what makes a good protagonist list. Very cool. I'm half asleep right now. I know you are. Don't are you just me. reading my notes? I can't read right now. I'm on. I, I have the Google thing open, but there's nothing on there. So yeah, I, I made some notes, and it's pretty much the same. Um, I have like they must have an in like they don't have to, but it's generally better if they have an internal and external conflict to yeah. give make a good protagonist. With all these things, there's always exceptions. There's always like a certain character yeah. that's in a certain world in a certain setting, and they're like super bland and like empty but you still like them just because how the world and everything works around like one so punch well. man yeah exactly. yeah I just yeah say one, that. Punch one punch man, man. um yeah one punch man super bland 
but his struggle is completely opposite of a power like thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you might disagree with me, but kind of mob as well. Yeah. Mobs. Mob is great too. Like I love his, mob. his ambitions are so, I'm sorry to say it, but just stupid. <laughs> yeah. It makes it interesting to watch. Hey, yeah. Getting a girlfriend is the ambition for most anime characters. <laughs> yeah. And my ambition currently, leave me alone. Not only does he want to get a girlfriend, but he wants to get buff. He wants That's to, my goal. Leave me alone. He wants to get stronger so that he's more impressive to the girl he likes, which is such like a middle school like mentality and stuff. Right. Too. I beat you up. Calm <laughs> <laughs> down there, fifth grader. I swear to goodness. So don't make me say the bad words. Yeah, Mob is like I didn't really think about it the first time I watched through it because I liked Reagan so much. But Mob yeah. is a really great protagonist. He is really good. Like just his like he's pretty simple too. Like in his um beliefs and stuff, and doesn't have too much conflict. Right. His conflict though is really interesting because he he knows what he wants to do and be a good person and stuff, and like not hurt people with his psychic powers. Like when he's talking to um the blonde haired kid like halfway through the first season right where he's just like no you're not supposed to hurt people with your powers but then just because he keeps losing control and just how he like breaks down after he loses control and is just like ah i can't do this it's really really cool yeah that is kind of his whole arc right there yeah but the way they repeat it is really cool yeah so his yeah mob is really good man i need to make a whole youtube video about mobs mob i'm surprised they haven't yet yeah yeah i i will i need to finish rewatching it though well there you go um what the character wants is clear reasonable and understandable like if you if the character what the character wants is something super ridiculous that you don't care about then it's hard to like the character but if it's a character like say yato yeah he has clear understandable goals yeah he wants to be believed in by more people uh-huh so that way he can have a bigger faith a bigger temple yeah. more power bigger following yeah. Yeah. he doesn't want the 50 yen piece he well, wants he wants okay so his goal is to get enough money to build himself a shrine uh, because nobody else will do it for him. right okay so he asks for a five cent piece yeah. every single time to do a task yeah for somebody. okay he always charges like the cheapest price possible so he gets more people involved that's fair yato is a great protagonist yeah um he has like all the things that i would i have on this of like what what they want is clear reasonable understanding understandable they must be interesting like if they're you know super bland like just like the the main characters of like action movie kind of thing where they're just like good at fighting and that's like their main um like thing is like oh i'm good at fighting and then they go through and have this struggle of fighting kind of like a superhero Except, like, the most basic, bland superhero that's just, like, I have to fight the bad guy because he's the bad guy, and I got thrown into this when I didn't want to or whatever. See, that's one thing that I will say is not is a good thing about Jonathan. He's not fighting the bad guy just because he's a bad guy. He's fighting the bad guy because, you know, he kind of killed his dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, um, uh, Demon Slayer has Tanjiro get thrown into it because of his whole family getting killed. Yeah. His so, sister didn't die. She just got demonized. Yeah. But, like, but in a way, like Tandro is a pretty bland protagonist. He is a pretty bland yeah. protagonist. But the whole um We're getting it burned at the stake for that. <laughs> the the whole thing of between his sister and him. Yeah. And kinda like how he is very compassionate still against the very thing that like slaughtered his yeah. family and like 
turn to his sister is still a really cool yeah i think he's he's a good protagonist like he's not painful to watch you know like watch tandron like or you're not just like completely bored because he is kind of interesting and in how he relates to monsters where nobody else does and stuff and so he's a little bit more um interesting than like a super bland protagonist but he is um one of the things i have on here is unique if the protagonist isn't unique enough then they kind of become like not yeah, great like which is else. what i would say the problem with tandro is like if there wasn't a hundred other shows with protagonists like tandro he would be really really good that's but true because he's like got this baseline like shown in you know protagonist thing down yeah then it kind of makes him a little bit more dull even though the rest of him is really interesting right i'm telling you always when that show is popular it's because the opening is fly <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show it is a good show i really like demon slayer I got like episode five. Yeah. My brother stopped watching it with me. Oh, <laughs> we're watching Steins Gate now. So and Bakano. So it's uh, that's a lot better. Well, I'd say Steins Gate and Bakano are probably better than Demon Slayer. But yeah. I haven't seen Bakano. Yeah. Um, probably but I do like Demon at Slayer. This point, we should probably we should take go a break, break for time. Our sponsor. I forgot about that. <gasps> we have a sponsor now. Heck yeah! We're our own sponsor. Wait, we're not our own sponsor. No, we're not our own sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I sponsored this YouTube this podcast. Give me money. Go to my YouTube channel. <laughs> He's giving us money, right? Him? Yeah. Um, probably not. He just said he was sponsoring us. Um, maybe in the future. I, I'm just sponsoring okay. us like uh like like you go. Can we beat him up in the hallway and take his lunch money? <laughs> sure. I don't yes, have lunch I love money. Anyway, have lunch. Uh we'll catch you all on the other side. Uh add time. And we're back from ad time. Ad time over. How did you like ad time, Pyrolis? Um I went pee. Very cool. <laughs> you didn't listen to the ad? We spent so much time working on that ad. It was a beautiful ad. It, exactly. We worked on it. Yeah, you missed the ad. We were supposed to listen to that? Yeah. Just like our audience. We have an audience? Yeah. Oh. I think we do. We have an audience? I hope so. Okay. That's all I'm going to say is I hope so. I thought it was the Bangladeshi guy I paid. <laughs> Bangladeshi? What? nothing oh very cool don't count on that 11 cents being there tomorrow (laughs) (laughs) so we are back from ad time and we're gonna keep talking about protagonists because i don't know that's what i decided we're gonna talk about today i'm more worried about i think um pyrolis hired somebody from bangladesh to like rip me off no, no, he just hired money. He just hired someone from Bangladesh to keep watching our episodes over and over. Yeah, again. so I'm it feels like, oh, like we have an audience. Many, many virtual sense. machines, you know, that yeah. are from all over the world. Oh, okay. The more we pay him, the more he provides. Oh, that's cool. Type of deal. So, huh. yeah, I feel like that's cheating, but whatever. No, the only thing standing away right now is CERN because they're blocking most of his network connections. Mm, and they yeah. ran the hydron collider last week and i woke up in the middle of the night doing it so that was fun <laughs> what <laughs> nothing let's go <laughs> so we're back to protagonists what makes them good what yes. makes them bad we went over what makes them good, the good and so what the makes bad, them bad the dirty we should probably go over some of our favorite protagonists now well well first i have to finish my thing What's your thing? My thing. What's your thing? I don't remember. So oh, yeah. your thing. So yeah, the uh, everyone said what the what makes their good protagonist, and here's my list. To recap, what the character wants is clear. They must be interesting. Internal and external conflict is generally better for characters to have. They must be unique. 
Um, they have to have an interesting backstory. You kind of mentioned where like not everything is known about them right at the beginning. And then yeah. once you find out about them, they're still interesting. Yes. Instead of just like, oh, my mom died and I became a serial killer. Very cool. That is cool. But <laughs> how did his mom die? She just had cancer or something. Oh, that'd be a bad backstory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dang, my book's going to fail. And then... <laughs> and then... Wait, um, hold on. Yeah. Villain idea, right? Yeah. Someone whose parent died of cancer, so they just go around killing anyone that has cancer. That's kind of Because they're like traumatized and stuff. Huh. That would be a really messed up villain. Yeah. What if you like gave people cancer and then killed them? Oh well, no, no! Can you? Okay, that's not scientifically possible. I was thinking right? more of like X-rays a, exist. Well, that, it takes a lot of X-rays to give somebody cancer. I was, yeah, I was thinking it, more of long lines of he wanted to cure cancer. He's like, oh, we'll just oh, kill the person that has cancer. Yeah. <laughs> he's like totally flawed and oh. thinks like cancer is caused from other people with cancer. Yeah, and so then he just, just like, like kills everyone with cancer, and then like, bada bing, bada boom, he dies of cancer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was like one of those really old like 70s like detective like villains like the detective mm-hmm. show villains yeah like i must cure cancer so i kill everybody with cancer but i have cancer so i must kill myself and now i'm done it's did you perfect. know thomas edison experimented with x-rays a bunch and then like gave two of his assistants cancer that makes that sense does and not probably killed them me. Well, it was like back in the early, I mean, yeah. late 1800s. He like so they weren't scrapped it right after that. It was I like, know, it was oh, early dang. 1900s. What am I talking about? It's pretty messed up. Yeah. yeah. That is messed up. So I mean, you can't flaw the man because he didn't know. Science I know. Is science, so. Yeah. Kind of like the first people that played with uranium. So. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the first person that, you know, flew to the moon and they realized that, hey, we there's no oxygen here. Yeah. All of biology. <laughs> All biology was just like, I wonder how your heart works, and then you just have to cut them open. Egyptians were ruthless. What do you ruthless. mean first person to fly to the moon didn't have oxygen? I've spoken too much. <laughs> what? No, it's fine. So um, the the other thing I wanted to mention that I didn't mention before is um, the characters are like, you have to have their desires either be the themes or play into the themes of the story. Yes. So like if the protagonist and then like the over all themes of the world like don't mesh well it just feels kind of off yes to a point because like some like take like a dystopian future yeah setting where like the whole like setting of the show is one way but then the protagonist is specifically there to break up that yeah but like that's still a thing where it plays into it it's just if they're like like, they can be clashing ideals yeah. of, like, the world and the character, but if they're, like, totally separate, where there's, like, arcs about stuff that has nothing to do with the main character's, like, purpose, and then it just becomes kind of filler. So, One Piece? Like, Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> no, One Piece, it actually always uh, pushes forward the main character's goal. But like, yeah. Naruto, Because he's then. constantly just trying to oh. become, like, a bigger pirate. He wants to become king of the pirates. So, Beach episode 562. Okay, if you're talking about the anime, they have a ton of filler in it. I've only read the manga. Oh, no okay. Beach episode is flawed. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. <laughs> yeah, that's all character. I have seen some pretty legendary Beach episodes. It's They're all amazing. character focus. And I want to see Thor kill on the Beach episode. 
Vinland Tag- Saga. Actually, no, we, we have seen did. that. Yeah. We already did. But he oh, wasn't shirtless. Vinland Sadly. Saga beach episode where it's just like Ashkelad and Thorkill and like all these people just like hanging out. They get <laughs> stranded and some, uh, somehow end up in like Hawaii or something yeah, like that. Yeah. It just, yeah. It's like this totally ridiculous, uh, filler arc where they're Somehow just like modern day shorts yeah they're like <laughs> rowing and then it's just like oh no we hit a whirlpool boom they just land in hawaii <laughs> how did we get here i don't know but it's warm i'm staying warm. <laughs> we hit inland <laughs> make friends with the natives thorkill still looks for someone to fight him proceeds <laughs> to <laughs> massacre the natives that's why the easter island heads uh there's no one left on that island oh and then it's uh, Lore. Thor, Thorkill, and um, Askeladd are playing beach volleyball against each other. With and then the it's like Easter Head Island. It's like if I win, then I get to fight you to kill you again. And then just like playing this <laughs> epic game. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, make Vinland Saga sports anime. Oh wait a minute. Let's no, go. No, technically it is a sports anime. There's a lot of activity. I guess. Anyways. So yeah, I would about- say. Yeah, I'd say like um like Hunter Hunter kind of doesn't like one thing that makes Gon kind of a mediocre protagonist is like his goal is just to find his dad. Yeah. And become a good hunter. And I guess it kind of plays into some of the stuff he goes through, but like the world and everything around him is more interesting than himself. Like he's just okay. kind of fine. I could see that. There. But, like, his main goal just seems to be to find his father. And I guess become a better hunter. So that's kind of where yeah. what all of his things makes him become a better hunter. But I don't know. It's not, like, super great, I guess, for the in that area. I can kind of see that. Um, That's kind of how um Soul Eater is. Yeah. Like, you have the technically the main protagonist, which would be Maka Elburn. Mm-hmm. Like, you have her as the main protagonist, but then you have, like, the other main protagonists that don't get as much screen time per se, but like you have Black Star and um, Kits, Sin Kid. Why can't I remember his name? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Death uh, the kid. Death the kid. Death Thank the you. Kid. I didn't even watch the anime. I know you didn't even watch the anime. Did you? Did you read the manga? I did read like did you a decent amount of manga. I did watch a decent amount of manga. Nice. But anyways, like yeah, Maka Elburn. Mm-hmm. She's cool like she's got some interesting points but like everything around her including the other protagonists are so interesting that's what makes the show yeah more interesting per se i like how in a sword art online uh kirito he's a decent protagonist he just kind of repeats the same lines over and over again i dual wield fight boss we win <laughs> i mean <laughs> continue it's interesting to watch but you gotta you sit there and wonder how does this man have an infinite amount of girls being added to his harem every single <laughs> season that comes out what's going on here and yeah. what's this man's secret <laughs> wouldn't every person watching anime want to know that i i know isei's secret and i'm tr- still trying to find out where i can get a nice hot devil lady to kill me and then make me part of her pawn <laughs> then i can become a harem king like he <laughs> Um, nice goals yeah great goals we, yeah. we know what pyrolis is the main character traits are i don't think that's gonna end for me though i don't got a dragon arm yet fair point <laughs> <laughs> i just gotta be like mr Klashnikov and become the best weapon maker then someone will want me there you go 
hey, I already want you for my podcast. But you're not a girl. Fair well, point. I don't know. It's 2021. <laughs> no. <laughs> so let's go. I solely over. identify as a guy. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying that. I'll ask you again next time I see you. <laughs> so let's go over our favoritist, favoritist, favorite. Some of our favoritist protagonists in anime, or at least what who we think is a good protagonist, even if you don't like them. Okay. What do you have, Pyrolis? Subaru. <laughs> I'm glad you answered that like the way I said it where I just put you on the spot and like had a gun to your head like oh is there a good protagonist like, that's how it felt Super. yeah I'm glad you picked up that vibe yeah no uh, both the car and the character are good yeah 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 and some actually, of the cars are good I want a BRZ Subaru BRZ that's my okay that's mark. pretty cool and um after that it'd be a Hyoin Kyoma Hyoin Kyoma and there's Tiny Devil what makes them so good? <laughs> do you want me to define each character, or <laughs> like not like, the define, but like just give us like one defining trait that makes them good? The fa- with uh, Subaru and Okabe, it's kind of the same thing, but enacted differently. Yeah. Um, we the fact that we get to learn and grow with them is I really like that. Oh yeah, because yeah. you get to learn from their point of views and stuff like that. And it's really, it's really cool. I, I mean, that's obviously not the whole reason, but it's one of the biggest reasons why I like them. They're both very similar because of the setting that they're in. Yeah, where they both like, like Subaru's as he dies, so his a little, his is a little more traumatic because like everyone around him dies basically. Right. Whereas, I don't know. Subaru dies, yeah, but Okabe is Okabe sees his friend die over and over. Yeah, again. then he's like, how yeah, can I make her survive? Like she dies at this helpless. Time, so yeah, I, I'd or, say Okabe yeah, is that's, worse. That's kind of true because Subaru like can actually change things. Yeah, Okabe can't. No, like, he can't. do anything about it. Like so. the point of Subaru going back is, is that he can change it. Yeah, and Okabe is like, you yeah, know, I gotta let time do whatever time does until like he finally manages to find that one way he can do it. Yeah, that's why like in. That's why I really like that. Um, Steins Gate takes so long before you start going into that cycle of like, oh, yeah. the loops. Because, it's episode like 14 when you start going to the loops. Yeah, because then you get to see like the rest of the characters and like them enough that mm-hmm. when it comes to that point, then it's it just, mostly like, just Okabe's yeah. development because everyone else just kind of gets reset over and over again. So you get to see so much of Okabe more than the other characters at that point. Yeah, but you're still learning about the characters. But you're still learning about amazing. the point. Yeah. So, but like Okabe's development and how he changes and stuff is really interesting. And then uh, Tiny Evil, uh, I like. I don't know. I guess hmm, it's hard to say whether I, I don't know whether it's technically he or her because in the new world, it's a she. But he started out as a him, and then like, I was gonna call her her because it she was reincarnated as a girl. Yeah. So um, Tanya, her uh, whole thing is that she doesn't believe in being X. Mm-hmm. being god yeah and so that is like her whole thing and she just wants to have a relaxing life and prove uh being x wrong so, so like, she's she, just like a spiteful character yeah that's why she's called tiny the evil yeah because she becomes you know like the devil of the rhine and stuff because mm-hmm. like she goes against god therefore basically literally the devil yeah but um it's she doesn't falter in that at all she doesn't falter in the way she thinks she's just straight up i am gonna prove this man's wrong yeah and like she does everything she can to not use his help i mean there was one time where she did have to use his help and she didn't like it but so that's great so um, it's like the struggle yeah like the impossible struggle which is great 
Um, and then Issei. Just his uh, character in general brings a smile to my face because of how stupid he is. Yeah. He's, he's such a lovable idiot in my eyes. <laughs> he's a pervert. You can't tell him any other way. He's going to be a pervert till the day he dies. But he's still... But it, it's like his care, his personality contrasts so much with each other. Because mm-hmm. while he's a giant pervert, he's also like a really kind and caring guy. Mm. So it's like... I don't know. I, there's something for me. There's something about how far apart they both. Because usually when you think of a pervert, you think of yeah. some douchebag. And when you think of some kind guy, you think of someone who came to be close to a pervert. Yeah. But he's like both of them. Mm-hmm. And like it, it's just really funny, and it it just kind of doesn't make sense, but it does. Yeah. Contrasting character yeah. traits. So that it, I always think that's funny. Nice. How about you, Bume? Um, uh, mine. Um, some of my favorite um, protagonists would be the main protagonist from Psychopath. Oh, yeah. Akane. Um, I really like how she kind of enters the world. Like, she knows what's going on in the world. Yeah. Like, obviously, she's grown, grown up in it. But she enters the police force, the civil system, mm-hmm. like, with a very, like, pure and clean, clean slate. Like, all she wants to do is good. Yeah. And, like, that's kind of, like, the perfect thing for the civil system because like that's all they want is like pure people yeah she has like no tainted psychopaths or anything Mm -hmm. like that but throughout the whole series she kind of has to come to terms with everything and yeah kind of finds out that the world's a little bit more cruel than what the civil system tells her it is yeah which is kind of cool to watch her grow in that aspect and also just kind of have her grow grow in her like own ideals and stuff like that yeah i think she's a good like foil almost for um the the other main character the guy yeah um, the um what is I, his I don't name? remember his name but like he's usually the one that people think of when psychopaths because yeah. he's kind of like the, one of the biggest like characters and he does like a lot of things and he's really cool and he fights well and whatever but she's actually like the main main character yeah his name's um shinya oh yeah so um but yeah <laughs> but like yeah he's really cool but He's kind of already had his arc. Yeah. Per se, like, he knows what's going on. He, like, he knows what he wants to do. Yeah. Where her, she grows with the whole yep. plot. And kind of her, like, super optimism and his more, like, dead reality kind of thing. Where, yeah. Where she's yep. like, this world can be better. And he's kind of like, I just need to. <laughs> I just need to go somewhere to where go. there's not computers pointing in my yeah. face. Yeah. <laughs> I just um, need to go kill this guy. Another good one that I find as a really good protagonist would be, um, why can't I find it? I just had it. Ah, uh, crap. <laughs> uh, oh, um, the main character from Railgun. Oh, okay. So she kind of starts off as like just the kind of same thing like she has a pure heart like great ideals and stuff like that but what's cool about her is instead of being like like she realizes how cruel the world can be like through Mm -hmm. like having the darker side of like the city academy city like brought to her where like things try things bad things happen right yeah like people get hurt people almost get killed but she always sticks to her ideals no matter what and like always prevails through them with Mm. her ideals like she doesn't let the 
cruelty of the world or like all the bad guys in the world like taint how she thinks about stuff yeah and like kind of her like she's one of the most powerful characters right she's kind of got that um one punch man syndrome where like she's powerful enough that if you try to face her in a fight you're pretty much gonna lose yeah but also at the same time that kind of leads to her being arrogant in many ways so a lot of times when she fights she doesn't fight the correct way the way she should so she does end up getting defeated by people which kind of leads to her like kind of having to humble herself enough to realize that she has to grow stronger which is kind of a cool defining trait for a protagonist that's cool yeah um another thing is just like how she learns to rely on the people around her because since she is so powerful she's used to just relying on herself and nobody else and just depending on her own abilities and her own knowledge by herself to get things done when throughout the series she learns that yes her friends can help her even though they're not like part of the top five like espers in the city and stuff that's cool yeah um, my last one would be Simon. Oh, from, from Garen Lagan. Lagan. He is different because he kind of goes from that wimpy, kind of annoying yeah, character. whiny kid character. He kind of is like when the show first starts, you don't even think he's the main character. Yeah, like you think the his brother is. Mm-hmm. And well. I guess we can just spoil it because it's such an old show. When his brother dies, like, (gasps) at the beginning part of it, (laughs) he has to take up the mantle and grow and progress and basically just lead this whole, like, freedom fighter group that they've created when he doesn't really want to, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a cool defining trait. It was cool because, like, um... What's his name? Kamina was already like perfect, basically. Yeah. Because he was always like, I'm going to, you know, he already had the motivation and drive right. and everything to do everything, like to go beyond and do what no one else wanted to do. And so then Simon was like the more shy, like scared one. Right. So then as soon as he dies, then it's like there's nobody left to to do this anymore. So it was a pretty cool, shocking moment, too. Yeah. And I don't know. He's just. He's the protagonist that at the end he gains it all. Right? Yeah. He has everything and he has to learn how to let go at that point. Yeah. Which is something cool to see in a protagonist that you not very often do you see them have to give up what they worked so hard to pretend yeah. to obtain. So that's really cool. Yeah. Um, one other thing I did want to say about like um Mikoto Misaka, the railgun protagonist, mm-hmm. is like another cool defining trait is in her like backstory she made one mistake Mm. that ended up leading to so much bad happening in the future that she kind of has to deal with that constantly Mm. and it kind of is a cool um character arc where she has to learn that just like she made that one mistake that she feels like she has to fix it all by herself yeah but in reality it's something so big and so kind of wrong that she has to rely on others like has to learn to rely on others to help her fix it that that's a cool thing that's something i don't think stories use enough where instead of like normally it's kind of like you know hero and then the villain comes and is like taking over the world so the hero has to stop them it's really interesting when it's like the hero does something 
and through the consequences of those actions they have to like stop right. it and it's like in her past she thought what she was doing at the time was good yeah she didn't re so in the anime she does something in the past where they she gives scientists her dna map mm. and the scientists tell her that's gonna lead to because she's a electromancer esper right yeah she can control electromagnet magnetic fields so the scientists tell her that will help them learn how to like um cure illnesses and stuff like Mm, that yeah and in reality what they're doing is they're creating clones for the military Mm. and they create so many clones and then start killing off the clones and she has to deal with that in the future yeah by coming to terms with it and helping them like the clones themselves out that's cool yeah it's kind of a cool um plot device that yeah you don't see very often yeah i like stuff like that where the especially too when like the character does it on purpose yeah and then they have to like go back and be like uh this was a mistake oh crap Um, i screwed up (laughs) i think a good example was uh in the last four episodes of the clone wars ahsoka lets out darth maul to like be a distraction while she gets away oh yeah and then at the end she like steals the shit her ship and like takes off and stuff so it's kind of cool seeing characters like and same with um uh okabe who creates the time machine and everything and then screws it up so much that now Myuri is dying in an endless right. loop. So. And he has to live with his consequences yeah. and try to deal or fix with those con- yeah. fix the consequences. But I'd say Steins Gate has a very satisfying ending because a lot of times with time travel stuff, it's kind of like they mess with time travel, they screw everything up and then they have to make it back to normal. Right. Whereas that, they actually made it better because they saved Kurosu and Myuri. Yep. Yeah. Although there's probably some other random like 300 million people that died because of it. But you won't talk about that. Hey, Jim Bob number three just disappearing. Yeah. That doesn't matter. Yeah. Meanwhile, Steins Gate Zero. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, My favorite protagonist is of anime is Yato. Okay. Yato has like his goal is he also like he's a comedy focused character that has a very deep like backstory and stuff um his all of his interactions with the main uh two characters are really cool and just really interesting just some like fun you know banter and conflict between the the three friends together and then his like you find out more about him and how he's he's getting attached to like hiori and um yukine yeah and then but in his past he's been like murdering people and he was a god of destruction and calamity and so he's like killed so many people and these are people and he's a god and so he doesn't want them to like know about it right and he doesn't want to become the be the person that he used to be where he has to like go around killing people but he doesn't necessarily see anything wrong with killing people also because he's a god so technically he can do whatever he wants but he doesn't want to be that way he wants to be a merciful like right and that's like, interesting yeah. with um, Yato himself because he is a god. So, like, the um, morality, yeah. like, the morality trope that they use a lot of times with protagonists don't necessarily apply to him. Yeah. Which is interesting. It is interesting because, like, like, he can go off and kill yeah. a lot of people. And since he's the god of calamity, that's kind of his job. Yeah. He has a lot of mystery around him too, right at the beginning, because nobody knows like anything about him from the start. And he's right. just like this really goofy, funny character. So then when you find out like what his past is and what his whole history is, it's just really interesting. And it's also not like like if there's a person that's like gone through a ton of trauma, you can kind of 
you know, like as much as he has where he's like killed so many people, you'd normally they wouldn't be so like happy go lucky yep. and, and chaotic as he is. But because he's a god, he's never really done anything wrong. He just kinda, you know, That's goes through it. Very much how um Vash's stampede is yeah. from Trigun. Vash is similar too. Yeah, that's cool. Especially yeah, Vash is a very similar character. Although yeah. he has like he lost his memory, so he kind of did. Yeah, so he doesn't know like everything. So you kind of learn stuff with him at yes. the same time, which yep. is interesting. And Yato has a ton of stuff because he's been alive for like thousands of years. So you're like going in the past and he fought this guy <laughs> and he fought this guy and he has all this history of the gods. And then like what he did with Bishamon's like whole clan and whatever. So Right. Um, Light Yagami might be my second favorite. I don't know. But Light is a really great protagonist. Light is just kind of that ideal protagonist he's like his conflict is interesting his philosophy is interesting like his story arcs interesting yeah his whole ideals and everything he's very interesting yeah uh lelouch lelouch i'd say is probably like a better character than light they're both similar they're both really smart okay but light is more of like a perfect version of lelouch yeah or like light's morals and his like Light is way smarter. Like some people are like, oh, Lelouch is smarter than Light, but Lelouch like loses half the time. Like he he like <laughs> sets up this big strategy, and then the like government comes in and just like wipes him out with tanks, and then he gets like screwed over. And like, yeah, this guy he's pretty smart, but he's not that smart. Yeah, <laughs> didn't expect the atom bomb. Yeah, so uh, he he's really cool though, and just like his whole his whole story is really interesting, and how he like manipulates people to to get where he wants to go and and everything he's a very very interesting protagonist he's he's generally considered like the one of the best protagonists of anime so right he would definitely be on the list uh jonathan joe or joe jonathan joseph joestar joseph joestar might be joseph joestar is really high up on my favorite protagonist especially in part two he's so amazing um I'd have to agree. I liked. I really did like Jonathan yeah. better than Joseph. Um, I liked part one. Like I really did like yeah. part one as a story, just the story itself. But I definitely like where part two goes better with just yeah. the characters themselves. Yeah. yeah, I just love how how over the top and like crazy Joseph is. Yeah. Nice. Just, yeah. Like it's just over exaggerations. The first time he meets like the one Pillarman guy and it's like his first thought is maybe he's not hostile. Right? He's only fighting yeah. because these people are attacking him. So he just walks up to him and like touches him on the forehead. He's like, tag. And then the guy's just like totally ignores him. Happy Europe. Kunin. I also love his like He's really smart, so he, like, predicts what people are going to say. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then just, like, the whole, um, next you'll say, they're, they're, your brass knuckles are in my back pocket. It's like, oh, my brass knuckles are in my back How did you know that? It's like, oh, you're going to say, how did you know? How did you know that? It's like, uh, uh. <laughs> So, yeah, his whole, like, the comedy and stuff. That's something with a protagonist, too, where they can just be funny, and that can be, like, a really good thing that makes you like the character more. Oh, for sure. Um, Kazuma is a great protagonist yeah like he i was looking up like best protagonist online and stuff and a lot of people had kazuma as one of their favorites i i can see that yeah kazuma is like he's hilarious he's he really makes the show like really good yeah um his well obviously like he makes the show yeah like i find it more like kazuma is funny but 
I wouldn't like the show if it was just Kazuma. I I find it like it takes every single character in the show because it's like almost yeah. like a comedy skit. Yeah, it is. But like if if Kazuma was taken out of it, I think it would it wouldn't be a good show. Whereas like yeah. if one of other characters were taken out of it, it would still be fun. Yeah. For example, Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> like if one of the girls were taken out, then it would still be like fine. Unless right. it was Megamine. But. <laughs> 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 but like Kazuma's yeah, I just, agree with you there. Kazuma's character is just so funny. I also watched um Konosuba right after ReZero. Yeah. And I was expecting him to be more like Subaru, where he's kind of like an idiot and like doesn't understand what's going on. But Kazuma's just like a complete Chad and just like figures out things and is really smart. I love how he's trying to play the game like the way it was meant, but he just can't because his whole party is so bad. I still like how in our Hunger Games they teamed up and then I think Cosmo won in the end because he betrayed yeah. Subaru. Yeah. I actually watched um I actually watched Kanasubu 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 right before I watched ReZero. Oh really? So I was that's expecting funny. um Subaru to act more like Cosmo. That's funny. And he started acting like Cosmo. I'm like, oh, it's just gonna be one of these. ReZero was one of my first anime. And then uh like one of my first today modern animes. Yeah. And then um, I watched Kona Soup and I was like, oh, that's great. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't base animes off of um, other animes. Yeah. I was just because I knew they were both like isekai. Yeah. Right. And so I kind of figured they'd be similar where it's like you get thrown into this world. You're you're both kind of going to be idiots because you're just like shut in, you know, losers. Yeah. But Kazuma's actually like a total shit. Even though he dies like, like feeding his pants yeah. falling in front of a tractor. Like, the things that he does are just so funny and right. just so awesome. Where he's actually, like, really smart and, like, cares about people and stuff. But just, I don't know. Subaru finally hit Cosmo level in season two, part yeah. two, though. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Big fan of Cosmo. And then Guts, I'd say, is one of the best. From the anime? Mm, I haven't read I haven't read the anime. This is so podcast about anime. Well, the, there's a manga too. We mention manga sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. But this was about protagonists in anime, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, I'm still gonna mention Guts because there was an anime adaptation that I haven't seen, and Guts was in it. So there, <laughs> anime protagonist. From what I know of the anime um, adaptation, uh, that's all I'm gonna say. Well, it could be horse. the. <laughs> it could be the yeah. The horse is the protagonist. <laughs> It could be the um old uh, anime. The 90s. Is it bad that the horse scene might be like the most high quality scene of the whole anime? <laughs> I think Yikes. that says more about the creators than it does us. I think Guts yeah. is walking animation in that one scene of 2016 Berserk like just sums up the character. Yeah. Gives deep <laughs> insight into his philosophy. Where it kind of looks like a um like really new like youtuber was just using photoshop and just kind of like <laughs> just bouncing bouncing up. the character across the screen i gotta see this oh it's amazing it is funny um uh guts is really good like he's he's a character where he's just struggling against fate itself right he's branded to be um killed and then he just fights through like everything to not be killed um so he has this constant struggle and insane he goes through a lot of development um, his whole life just sucked. Yeah. And then once it started getting better, then he got like a group of friends. Then he like left them to go on his own dreams. And then he came back 
and then his other friend murdered all of his friends. Oh. Then he found so, then, Yeah. So then he just like everything gets horrible for him. And so now he's kind of like revenge driven. But at the point in the story he is now, he's kind of like mellowing out against revenge and more just wants like peace and stuff. So I don't honestly based on his walking animation that he's my favorite anime. <laughs> 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 and then the characters drawn in the background, like that little witch girl, there's something wrong with her. <laughs> oh. oh man. And then his his struggle's cool too, because his struggle of going like insane when he gets the berserker armor it it kind of like surrounds him and like turns him into the of a monster basically right he's almost like a worse monster than um uh griffith is is that why he shakes while he's on drugs griffith actually has like a goal of becoming like a king and like a good king too whereas guts is just kind of like revenge driven and angry he's one of the characters where like he has he doesn't really have that many redeeming qualities. Like he's kind of a monster. He's kind of a jerk, but just like everything that he goes through and how he reacts and just being an absolute Chad is pretty epic. And just right. the texture of each page and of the love that's poured into <laughs> yeah, it that when he's not playing idol master. There's like in the very beginning of the thing, he like walked, they behead this like one girl was like a heathen or whatever, but yeah. she, she didn't do anything. And he like walks up and like watches her get beheaded. He like walks over, picks up her head, takes the blood that's dripping over, just like puts it around his neck as he looks at the guy who is uh, who just killed her, and then throws her head at him, and then just walks away. Oh dang! <laughs> he's he's kind of a chad. Yeah, that guy's then, probably terrified now. Yeah, and then he proceeds to like kill a ton of his soldiers. So. <laughs> oh dang! He's pretty. Yeah, he's you know pretty he doesn't intense. stop the girl from dying. That, just... No. That that's part of him too, where he he doesn't his like mm. philosophy at the beginning is like if you're weak you deserve to die. Oh, okay. Because you couldn't protect yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess. So like the one part there's like this caravan that's going by and they're like, Hey, we'll give you a ride and he's like, Eh, you don't want to and then they're like, Oh no, it'll be fine and he's like, Well, I don't care if you die, you know, if you're weak you die and yeah. then he hangs out with them and then they get they both die. They both get attacked by this mound of skeletons that it was like a battleground and because of his mark basically just demons are constantly after mm-hmm. him so they possess the bones and then they the skeletons attack him yeah so it kills the guy and his daughter and, and then gets like kills them all and then um then puck is there and he's like oh i'm sorry you couldn't save him or whatever and then he just starts laughing and just like yeah they deserve to die they were weak so like the way he has to like deal with everything he goes through just like twists his mind so much yeah yeah yep he started uh, blaming on them being weak instead of blaming on himself for not being able to yeah, protect him. Yeah, right. And just kind of like, if he's in such a horrible world too, where it's like I can't protect everybody, so this yeah. is how I'm gonna deal with it. Is just you're weak. <laughs> weak. You're weak, so you can die. And yeah. I don't really care anymore. Yeah. That's how I treat my first child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you. Uh, what do you have... mean you can't swim yet? The straw man, if he swims, he swims. If he drowns, he drowns. <laughs> That's kind of how I was taught to swim. Yeah. Yeah, I would, they, um, my dad was like, swim towards me, and then just kept backing up. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah! Mine kind of threw me on, um, over a dock. And, like, I knew he wasn't going to let me drown, but he's just like, okay, if you want to not drown, just swim back on top of the dock. I'm like, okay. 
You're like a little bird being thrown out of the nest. <laughs> hey, it's better than what my um dad's dad did to him. So oh, oh, uh, just like they're going down the river, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, you want to learn to swim?" He's like, "Yeah." He pushes him off the boat. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So yeah, I think it's worth mentioning. Uh, Kana- Kanaki. What's Kanaki. his name? <laughs> Kanaki. Kanaki. You mean Kanaji? Kanaji. His nails yeah. are black now. Yeah. Kanaji's a really good protagonist. He is. Yeah. I haven't gotten like super far in the manga. I'm like halfway through the the first mm-hmm. uh, series, so huh. I don't know like everything about what makes him great. But I have heard he's a great protagonist, and from what I've seen, he's a really really good protagonist. Uh, good. Yeah, and the anime, it's not as great, but the manga, yeah, yeah. It's, it's pretty. Yeah, I'm talking pretty manga spectacular. because yeah, anime I don't know, just goes on an edge fest. Yeah, but yeah, the uh, the manga is pretty interesting. Where he's kind of like, he's a little unhinged. There's like a a panel that I just read where someone was talking about him, and it's like he's the same Kaneki from before, where he's really nice and polite and everything. Yeah, but he also has this like other side of him now that he sometimes just like flips the switch and kind of goes. Crazy. If you notice, like. I'm not sure if you've seen it in the manga, but like he like crack his knuckles. Yeah, like, I have seen yeah. that. Yeah, some too. Yeah, when so. he usually when he does that, he starts getting a little annoyed, and that's yeah. when he goes on the murder spree. He's kind of uh, interesting too because he's he's so nice and polite yeah. when he's not going nuts. So he's kind of like always you're kind of on edge around him because you know he can just kind of flip his switch and go. Usually off. he flips a switch when he sees someone doesn't like. Yeah. But, so which is why uh, you you hope he likes you. Yeah. And he's, like, still pretty nice. Like, they're going to kidnap... I'm up to the part where they're going to kidnap this nurse who was from the doctor. Yeah. And they go down, and then these other... And he's like, okay, we'll just kidnap her, ask her questions, and then let her go. Yeah. And then this other group comes to take her. And then he, like, jumps down and is like, hey, she's mine. (laughs) He he doesn't, doesn't like, meaningless death, but he will do it. But he will. And then, also, he just killed everyone in that, like, gourmet. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Yep food thing so that it was really different in the anime yeah the gourmet food thing that was really different do you remember the anime versus the manga i've only seen the first season so no uh when he's um okay i was talking about when um oh the first time he goes yeah through the gourmet yeah i don't remember that much of a difference it was there was was it it a lot shorter no no um in the anime it was yeah yeah in the manga there were two other people that he was with oh in the anime it's just him oh really Mm -hmm. huh you should probably rewatch it and reread it. I should, yeah. I do want to. It's pretty great. I want to read all of Tokyo Ghoul and then watch the show to compare how mm-hmm. the anime have. It's really ones. different. So, anyways, yeah, Kaneki's a good protagonist. Underrated because the anime sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's a decent anime. I like the anime, but no, the manga is definitely way better. Yeah, I like its pain tolerance. Just like. Oh, you got my neck? You got my leg? <laughs> you got my neck? <laughs> you got my neck? <laughs> I don't know. Leave me alone. English. Ah, my neck. <laughs> my neck. Privet tovarish, cocktail. What? Oh, <laughs> Well, I think that's it for us. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Wait, we're uh... splitting up? <laughs> yeah, we're done now. Yeah, oh, we're sorry, done guys. now. I get custody of Weezer, right? Uh, sure. Thanks okay. for everyone who listened to us. We appreciate you. Yes, we do. Daisuke desu. We love every single one of our audience members. Hi. Sugoku, sugoku, daisuke desu. Besides for, I think, everybody that can speak a little bit of Japanese left, so. What? Why? I don't know. Ah, uh, sumimasen.
Let's go end the video. What are we doing? Podcasts. Pod Let's end the podcast. Yes, we should have the podcast. Um, so with me as always is Pyrolis. Pyrolis Destiny. Yeah, you can follow me on not Pyrolis Death 2. <laughs> Pyrolis 2 um, is my uh, my Twitter handle. Um, yeah, I post random things. Nuxtaku is a simp and he still hasn't uh, replied to me. So, you know. Uh, I'm going to pass torch over now. All right, and with me also is Boom. I've been Boom, Sir Boom. Yep, Boom. Don't forget it. Yep. Sir Thanks, Boom. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, where can they find you, Boom? Uh, they can find me all over the place, mainly on Twitter at Sir Boom Nine. You can find me there. I post random stuff, mainly about anime and manga, as well as I post stuff about my podcast. You can also find me on a different podcast called Look Behind You. Yeah. There's nothing here. Yeah, I know there's nothing there. Um, where we talk about the supernatural, the paranormal, and everything in between. It's a good podcast. It is very good. Uh, nothing, because nothing's behind me. <laughs> um, we it's a twice. It's every two week show. Um, I do have two other my two of my other friends, and yeah, we just have a blast talking about the cryptids and haunted places and stuff like that. Tell Jade Doggity Dog I said hi. Talk. Tell what? Jay Doggy Dog I said hi. Okay, I'll tell him. Yeah. Talk about Wolf. Yeah. J Dog. You can also find me on Pod um Pod Chaser. You also um, said podcasts. A... <laughs> I did. You can find me on Pod Ch- Chaser. Um, it is a reviewing slash rating site for podcasts. There you can find Baka Talk and Look Behind You if you listen to Look Behind You, and you can give us a rating and a review, which would be great. If you represent Dr Pepper or Steins Gate, please sponsor us. <laughs> Or at least say hi to me. I, I just please let me know you're listening. Right. I love you both. <laughs> and like always, you can find where to listen to on um, anchor.fm forward slash Baka Talk. Yep. There you can find where you want to listen. Or if you Google Baka Talk, I think we actually appear on the Google now. Yes. Um, you That's can also, cool. if you would, give us a follow on Spotify and subscribe to us on on itunes and give us a review on itunes that'd help us boost our ratings yeah we actually appear on the google even the twitter's up yeah oh dang we're on there yeah we're moving up in the world we are it's great and then like always before i leave um if you like what you're listening to please share it with everybody you know so that way we can grow our audience we want more power yes wait no we just want more audience okay i want more power Heck yes. And that will be me signing off. Okay, we also have an email, right? Askbakatalk at gmail.com where you can send us random stuff. Yes, we oh, I do. thought I said we got an email for a second. I and then, panicked. Uh, did you mention our Twitter, at TalkBaka? No, I was okay. expecting you to. Well, there we go. I, I zoned out when you were talking. It was just like, <laughs> eh, he's plugging his random stuff. His stuff doesn't matter. But you can follow me on Twitter at KVWAuthor. And you can also check me out on my YouTube channel, kbw i just recently got 15 subscribers nice heck yeah his goal is to beat me which i'll get 34 so like wait <laughs> you should like subscribe then unsubscribe then go subscribe to me <laughs> yeah you, you can do that too i guess um, but anyways yeah i just did a video on re zero that got some views so heck yes right i guess i should mention you kind of mentioned it but yeah our twitter is talkbaka yeah is there so, a hyphen in there nope it's no just hyphen. at talkbaka okay very cool and then, yeah. Anything else? I think that's it. Yep, that's it. All right. We can. We will see you next time. Yes. Next week on another episode of Podcasts. Uh, yeah. 
So, yeah, we've been back attack. Genya. Genya. See y'all later.